Two Dope Dads. Two Dope Dads. Two Dope Dads podcast. What up? What up? How Dude, you doing? I'm so happy that we get to do this because we've been waiting a very long time to kind of coordinate schedules and, and figure this out. But this is the first episode, man. Five weeks, six weeks in the making, right? Yeah. Came up with the idea and then... Well, we thought about it. I mean, when you hit me up about the idea, I thought it was super tight. So we are finally here. We're recording. It's happening. And it's a Friday, so that makes me feel happy. I woke up so happy this morning. Oh, me too. Because we get to do this, and we get to talk about the things that we love the most, which is family and being dads. Got it. Which is so fun to me. Um, And we got two days off with the families after this. Yeah. Or two and a half days. Yeah. Yeah, because I get half day today, which is tight. Thanks, work. Um... All right, before, I, before we start, I really wanted to start with a funny story. Let's hear it. Um, and you'll appreciate it because um, I recently just got my iPhone, right? Right. <laughs> Even though I told you not to get an iPhone. Yes, you just recently got your So iPhone. I just got my new iPhone <clears throat> and it fell on the floor last night and it <laughs> cracked. <laughs> really? It popped the corner, yeah. We were outside at the fire. And we have a little SIDS monitor for Esme. Uh-huh. And um, first of all, we heard tubas all night last night in the background, in, like, out wherever that was coming from. Okay. And so I was like, Denise, what is that noise? And she said, I don't know. And then she was like, it's Esme's monitor. And so... <laughs> I flip out of this chair, and my phone's sitting right on the handlebar. I flip out of the chair, and I run upstairs. Esme's fine. The monitor just slid off her diaper. And I come downstairs after fixing that, and she's falling back asleep. And Denise says, okay, two things. And I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? I, I had a feeling it had something to do with my phone for whatever reason. And... Um, she said, yeah, Mario called your phone, and it vibrated off of the handle, off of the armrest, and hit the concrete. And I said, is it okay? And she was like, I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. And I was like, God. <laughs> I look at it, and the corners popped. Dude, I was, I was so bummed. That's the worst feeling in the Did world. Did you put Apple Care on it? No. I didn't do any of that. That's okay. So, but it's, it's a very... It's right at the bottom, the corner popped, and I have to go get it fixed. So there was a recall on, I think, the 8s, and maybe the 8 pluses, where the corners were popping because the adhesive they used. Shut up. Yeah. Right. So you might want to look into that, too. I might have to do that. That might save you. Uh... I might have to do that. But, all right. So, I mean, I wanted to get that out because it had to do with the kids. I was check- Esme's, Esme was fine, like I said. It was it was no big deal whatsoever, um, but I had to go check and I I made sure she was okay. I didn't care about my phone. Yeah, it's just a phone. It's it can just be replaced. a phone, and it is. Um, I just have to figure it out. So two dope dads. Two dope dads. This is going to be a really cool platform, I think, for for people to kind of like log in and see. Um, I fully agree with that. And listen, because a when I first met you, I just. I mean, we just kind of like melded together right. very, very easily. And 
it's really nice to work with you too because like we get to talk about dad things. Yes. And I don't get to talk about dad things a lot. Oh yeah, I'm, I agree with that. I'd say I can probably count on one hand the number of dads that I've met that I click with right off the bat. And it's not it's not very often that it happens. But yeah, the first time I met you, it was just kindred spirit that? almost. Yeah, why, why is that? And I think that's another reason for this platform is to, sh- to share... You know, that it's okay to be abnormal and outside of the box right. when it comes to your family. Like, you gotta change it up. You gotta be spontaneous. I fully agree with that. Because, like, they're learning. Like, kids are learning so fast. Yeah. Um, and we both, I mean, you live you live in the country. Um, you have a lot of room for your kids to run around. And I, I really like that. Because I, I grew up in the country. It's nice to have that. Yeah. So, I mean... Like this, the whole, I don't know, what made, because this was your idea. Right. What made you decide to want to do, like, a podcast format? I don't know. You know, honestly, it was just a spur of the moment thing. Cool. I had a uh, pretty much backstory. Uh, my dad decided that being a dad wasn't for him and dipped out pretty early on after threatening to uh, beat me up for my mom asking for more child support. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so she was a single mother raising two kids, and she asked for more money, and he threatened her. So I hopped on the phone, and then he threatened me, and came to my house after me. What the hell? So it's cool. I mean, everything happens for a reason. I think we're we're better without him around, but without a strong male role model. Right. Growing up, um, you know, you almost feel lost, mm-hmm. and I I kind of carried that up until you know the kids were born and even times now I feel like you know am I doing this correctly and there's many times I feel like I'm not but I'm giving it 110% and I make mistakes on a daily basis but I work on them right and, and try to get better about it so I mean that's that's just that is important for like kids to kind of see that to see a, fa- a father figure um, not to say that you know, moms can't rock it out. Oh, so yeah. Like yours did. I mean, that's, that's huge. I had no idea, though. Yeah, it was a... Uh... So, yeah, I mean, like, dads need to be strong. Right. Dads need to be dope. Dads need to be dope, and dads should be helping with everything around the house. There is no such thing as a gender-specific chore or gender-specific trait. Hell no. The lazy, lazy dad shit needs to get out of here. Agreed. Um, I can't... I don't know how many stories I hear throughout my weeks. You know, it, it can go. I can go a week without hearing something, but it's it's not uncommon for me to hear, you know, a mom or um, even just even a girl with a boyfriend. Like they're like they're like thinking of, you know, I have to clean up after after them. Right. And I have to do all this stuff. Like we have to play this part right. of the strong strong dad and able to help. Like put in that extra work if that's like. I mean, Denise thanks me all the time for getting up at midnight and giving Esme right. her midnight bottle. And to me, it's it's fun. I, that's, yeah. that's the that's the time I get to spend with Esme. Like Esme, six months old now, and I mean, I just can't imagine like that time's not going to be here. Oh, uh, you're right. And that's the same way with Heather too. When she was going through her postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, mm-hmm. like I would let her sleep, and we get the kids down. 
and Hazel would wake up for her middle of the night bottle, and I, you know, I would wake up, scoop her up, feed her, lay her back down, and you know, once she was back asleep, pass right back out. And it's that middle of the night bonding oh, that love it. Yeah, I, I I'm sad at times now that she's outgrown that stage. Well, I enjoy the sleep. Don't get me wrong, the sleep is wonderful. Right. But like being able to just scoop her up in the middle of the night and give her a bottle and watch her pass out like milk drunk. It's so so pretty. It it you know brings a overwhelming joy. Yeah. No, I can almost see Esme smile when I walk. Yeah. In. She's like, ah, yeah. Daddy's here. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and I'll doze off with her while she's like drinking that bottle, but. I don't know. We we just stay we just stay in the room. It's completely dark. No diaper change, no nothing, no disruption in that sort of sense and it's just like warm milk. And I don't know, like she'll drink like 6 ounces. And it takes like an hour, almost an hour. But man, I just won't yeah, I I don't know what I'll do, you know. I, I don't even think I got that time with Max. Really. Or I don't even remember it. Yeah. That's, I feel the same way about Afton, too. There's a lot of things with Afton that I have a hard time remembering because it seems like it was so long ago, but also because I, not to sound completely negative, I wasn't involved when Afton was a kid as I am with Hazel now because of, oh, okay. I felt like I I was worried about what what I could do wrong oh God, instead so of about new. what I could do right. Yeah, it's it's a scary experience when you have your first child. Yeah. It was so new. I feel, I mean, the the fact that we can go into more depth on this in another episode, because I feel like this could take, like, this this little conversation could really pull up an entire episode oh, yeah. of, like, how our identities have changed ever since we became dads. Yeah. Um, Denise brought it up, and she was like, that would be a really rad topic for you to talk about, because it is so important. Like we spend so much of our life shaping who we are. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, I mean it's coming, but then the day that your baby is born and you're holding that baby, like your identity has yeah. changed. You're a father. Oh yeah. It's you're almost not the same person. You go up until that point as one person and then that little baby comes out and guess what? That person's gone. Here's you. Uh-huh. You're building who you are from scratch all over again. Yeah. And you have to be that role model. You have to be that strong, that strong person yeah. for your baby, uh, because they don't know any better. They don't know anything else. You're right. And I, I love it. So yeah, we can talk about that all all day. But I, I like the idea for our next one. Um, you know, what we should do though. So let's let's tell them about us. Yeah, let's do that. You go first. Um. All right. Um. So, I'm Stuart. But a lot of people have started to call me Stu, and I like it. I like it. That's the grown. That's the grown Stuart, um, and it's and it flows, flows nice. But I still find myself introducing myself as Stuart, which is fine, <laughs> whatevs. Um, but I am 32 years old, and I have a lot of interests, a lot of interests. But my main, my main project right now is fatherhood um i have a three-year-old son named max i have a six-month-old daughter named esme and a lovely wife named denise which you guys are going to hear all these names like through this entire like thing because they are 
they're the center of our universe. Right. And we're going to hear the same about, about you. Um, so, f- like, I consider myself to be, like, a unique dad. And the fact of, you know, I'm just not, I'm not your ordinary dad. I have tattoos. I wear t-shirts and jeans as much as possible. I wear my hat crooked. I mean, I just, and I just don't care. And I want my kids to see that, you know, image isn't everything. And like, you don't have to like button up all the time and be straight laced. Like I, I'm all for being unique and showing your goofiness. Um, Denise will say a lot. She was like, you say hi to every single person that That's you see. It's a good trait to have that. And you know what Max is doing now? Saying hi to everyone. He says That's hi good. to every single person. Our neighbor's name is Chuck, and he will yell Chuck's name to the top of his lungs. He's like, Chuck! And I'm like, That's my boy. And That's Chuck good. says Max back. He's like, Max! See, that's awesome. Yeah, and so, like, I want to I wanna rub off on my kids like that in that sort of way of, like, never be afraid to express yourself and never be afraid to go beyond your means of like who you are and what you want to do in life and so i mean that's fatherhood for me but on the you know on the flip side um i've been in it for the past nine years i'm still full-time it but on you know when i shut that laptop i open it right back up to do my photography work i have another podcast that i do um i'm a passionate photographer i love taking photos um, and just creating like different little networks, like little pockets of people that I can connect to and kind of connect those dots because no one else is out there connecting those similar dots. So that's, that's what I enjoy doing. I love creating relationships and friendships and um, building my own platform and identity on the side of being a dad. And so when you brought this idea to me, I was like, oh my God, like this is it. This is what we're gonna do because we're hitting a tight niche. Yeah, you're right. Um, and to give, to give other people and other dads like the confidence. I think it's confidence. I and, agree with that. And then to give dads like the okay, it's okay if I'm if I'm goofy as shit. Yeah. I don't care as long as I'm setting good, like being a role model for my kids. I agree. So that's that's who Stu is. What's up, Justin? Hello. <laughs> How you doing? What's your all right, your shirt? Uh, so equally human. Love um, it. Yeah, I try and radiate positivity uh, throughout clothes, personality, all that kind of stuff. And um, this is by Unlock Hope. Uh, unlockhope.com nice. for the quick plug. Yep. Uh, check their stuff out. It's it's legit and. Same kind of stuff, radiating positivity. Love it. Uh, I am 35, about to be 36, so halfway through the 30s. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the golden ages. Yeah, the golden ages. Uh, I have been with my wife, Heather, for, we are coming up on our, let's see if I'm 35, so it will be f- 13 years together uh, total okay. in October and married for 10 years in August, which has totally flown by. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so my beautiful wife, Heather, I have two beautiful daughters, uh, Afton, who is four years old, and Hazel, that is almost 10 months old. Uh, those three are my world and would do absolutely anything and everything for them. Yes. Um, yeah, and I am a 
the single male role model um, for both sides of the family. So I gladly take that heft on and, yeah. and do what I can with it. But I uh, believe in equality for everyone, uh, love for everyone. You could say that I am a feminist because I believe that we all deserve equal treatment and equal love. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're raising Afton and Hazel to believe those same things as well. Absolutely. Uh, we've done the marches with the girls. Well, with Afton, Hazel wasn't born yet. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was still in the tummy at that point. I remember. I remember Actually, that. wait. Because we were down. We were down yeah, she was. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's when Afton and Heather first met you guys. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. The bond. Oh, the bond. Straight <laughs> out the gate. But yeah. Why not? Um, at the Women's March. At the Women's Let's March. Let's do it. <laughs> that was fun. It was a good that turn. Was good. I was but, busy. Yeah. Uh, when I'm not with my family, which I prefer to be, you know, 99.9% of the time, uh, you can usually find me on my bicycle. I uh, usually try and, and get some rides in each weekend, um, playing disc golf as well, and little known fact, also enjoy writing poetry. Uh, yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. Way back in the day when Heather and I first started dating, there was a daily note written like I was in high school with big flowery handwriting and poems and folded up no. and I'll give them to her. Yeah. That's um, rad. Yeah. Man, I wish I had a way of words like that. I used to, but I feel like my brain now doesn't work so much. Yeah. I get like, you know, brain. blips where I'm like, hey, it's, oh, no, and it's gone. So Just bring out your phone like yeah. type real quick. Just put it in there. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's me in that's a nutshell. And... and and these are like during these conversations it's going to be great because I feel like I don't know those parts of you and like I feel like this is going to be a huge relationship builder between me and you um, because I feel like we're so tight already yeah and we've only known each other for less than a year yeah less than a year yeah and I mean we share a lot of the same beliefs if not all the same beliefs um and I think they're all going to come out on this program because it just needs to be talked about. Oh, yeah. And people need to be okay with that. And, like, we are we are dope dads. We know other dope dads. And, you know, we're, we're almost, you know, not reliant on the platform itself. But we will be opening up, you know, the comment section. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Like you're gonna be able to find this on YouTube. You're gonna be able to find it on SoundCloud, and eventually on iTunes once the RSS feed gets gets rolling out. So we'll we'll link everything to the bottom for sure. Um, and it, and I'll put it up on the video so you guys can follow all of our channels. But like, comment and tell us like you know is the are the stories that we're talking about relevant to you and how so. Um, we just want to create this this whole community of dads, um, and maybe we'll even end up bringing on some guests. Yeah, um, we you know we're really just flying by the the seat of our pants right now. Just like we just wanted to get get this started. Yeah, I feel like that's parenthood too. Yeah, because no matter how much you plan, no, it's not even. You just you adjust and you go with what comes to you. Yeah, it's not even a question. When my son gets home today, like there's going to be something. <laughs> there's going to be something that happened that we have to deal with before we can go. And today his school has half day. Um, 
So you might you might actually get to see Max nice. and Denise when they come here. Um, but yeah, I mean, just being able to put this out on paper and put it out as a recording is very very useful to me because I don't get to talk about this stuff all the time. And to, like we're gonna share so many funny stories that other people can relate to and. Um, I don't know. It's just it's gonna be a wild ride. It is. It's gonna be beautiful chaos. Yeah, it is. What I mean, what um, what what else about the podcast? What else, what else about the platform? Do you think others would need to know during this introduction episode? Uh, so we it'll be raw and you know we'll cuss and we'll swear and mm-hmm. we'll be edgy but i mean we're not gonna hold anything back we'll cover topics that you know may be controversial and we'll say things that may be controversial but i feel like we need to get everything out there mm-hmm. i feel like there's with this being a niche topic you know i feel like there's also a movement that is, is started in the world where dads are becoming more impactful in their children's lives and dads are spending more time with their kids and helping out more around the house and paying more attention to their wives as it should be yep and i think that we can aid in that process i totally agree with that i totally agree with that there's many channels that we follow oh yeah um we're gonna call it we're gonna start calling them friends of the podcast because um when we first started you reached out to a few yes um don't forget dads on Instagram. Um, if you're not following them, check them out. They were they were huge for me when my wife was going through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Um, That's awesome. Brandon that runs the channel and his wife, January, super cool people. Um, and they have a documentary, When the Bell Breaks. Uh, it was on Netflix. It's, check that out if you guys are going through you know, PPD or PPA. It was, it was definitely helpful. Uh, reading up on that and trying to help out, you know, Heather, who was going through this. Great feed, um, super yeah, positive. Their photos are really good. Oh, yeah. You can get a lot of inspiration, something to get you up off the couch. Yeah. They're overall just great people running a, a great feed. Uh, and also uh, the Bad Dads Club yes. um, on yes. Instagram as well, um, at the Bad Dads Club. Uh, dad focused uh, clothing line. Lots of beards. Yeah, lots of beards. Uh, which is, the, I'm trying to get you to grow yours out. By the way, so yeah, that's just not gonna work, man. It's all right. We can. We'll work on that. All right. Um, yeah, but they make some. Out. They make some really cool uh, hats, t-shirts, pins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner, super cool guy. Uh, I've talked to him several times. And he also during um, our conversations back and forth through IG. Um, we we have a thing with them. If you mention, if you put the promotion code in the in in their box on their website when you're purchasing something else, if you put the promotional code, all caps the club, all caps one word, you get a free um, you get a free pin. What kind of pin was that? It was a um, is it the skull with a skeleton drinking coffee, right? Maybe they say it's a enamel pin, whatever you know, whichever pin I guess they have in stock at yeah. the time. Um, they will they'll put that in your order for so free. Use the club, man. Like we're 
we're going to be establishing that relationship uh, definitely in the don't forget dads relationship a little bit more and um, just kind of like get the cultures together and just curate all channels in one. Yeah. Um, they seem to be pretty stoked on what we were doing. So thanks for reaching out to of them course. because they're not going to be the only two that we'll mention. And like we're sure as hell not going to slow up with no. creating this network. If you guys are interested in collaborating or know anyone that's interested in interested in collaborating yes. with us, yeah, reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, we have yeah, um, and it's two dope dads on everything, right? Yeah, two dope dads on everything. T o o d o p e d a d s. Two ooh 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 dope dads, because we out here, man. We're we're like being dads. We're being dope dads. We're being good fathers. And that's what our kids need in this world. Absolutely. Never be afraid to embarrass yourself to bring a smile to someone's face. No, not at all. Um, so I think, like this, I think this was really good um, to get us in front of you. We are going to be talking topics. We're going to be figuring out what the next episode is going to be like. Uh, we do not have a recording schedule right now. I mean, we're we're working with full-time stuff on on our day-to-day lives so we're going to get these out as consistently as possible um we know where each other live and we're going to find find time to do this because this is very important to get to get this stuff out um and it's fun right i love this shit i feel like a weight off my chest now that we got this first one in the books i mean I, I, i know it's just it's something that was just needing to happen. I told you, man, I bounced out of bed this morning. And I didn't even go to sleep until after Esme's bottle. <laughs> I was like, mm, 1 o'clock, I'm rocking it. Jump in the shower. Esme's rolling around. Yeah, she just went into a crib, by the way. Nice. Yeah, six months. It's a good transition. I don't know. I think we put Max in the crib at nine months. Nine months. Um, yeah, it's so, like, the... It's happening so much faster for her, because we had to. She yeah. was she was sleeping in our room for like the first month, and then Max started coming in there trying to peek at her, and we were like, "This is not." Yeah, it's not gonna work out. We have to get her in her own room, so we put the monitor in there, moved her in, and she was still rocking at the time. She you couldn't like you could not keep her still. I remember those days. Your girls don't share rooms. No, Afton, nope, they have separate rooms. Cool. Yeah, Afton was, I think we got her in to her crib in her room at about six months. And I think we actually, Heather and I slept on a blow-up mattress in the floor of her room with our two labs. Oh, uh, yeah, for about a month. And then we came downstairs. Um, but yeah, Hazel's been in her room for six weeks, two months or so now. But yeah, she was the same. She, You couldn't. She refused to sit still. So that's why for the better part of five months, uh, every evening at five o'clock until bedtime, we had reggae dance party and we would just crank it up, bass super heavy, oh put on Bob or Soja or, you know, stick figure, travel seeds, uh, Irie, uh, killing it in, in the reggae game. Her music uh, soothes Hazel's soul. Like so no boring. other, yeah, it's it's amazing. But yeah, dance parties every night, and those have kind of calmed down a little bit now, which sucks because I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, but why have they calmed down? What's because she's she's not as 
She doesn't need to be calmed as much. She's got it. She's wanting to walk and trying to crawl and smiling and eating solids and sleeping through the nights. Yeah. Um, Damn. That's really, that's really cool. I don't know what that stage is like. It'll like, happen. I, for, I forgot <laughs> what's you know like a full night's sleep is. Denise, she'd be like, "Oh, shut up, Stu. That's <laughs> you telling me." It's like she just stares at this monitor all night, and I'm like, "You have to go to bed." It's hard to do, but and it I hope is. I didn't just jinx myself when I said sleeping through the night. You're probably gonna get up twice tonight. Thanks, I appreciate that, <laughs> Heather. Uh, if that's the case, I'm sorry. I'll I take the the fault on that, and I'll get up with Hayes. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too, Denise. If you're if you're when you listen, not if you you've been waiting for this as well. This has been like a lot. Like we've passed it around. A lot of people are like waiting for this episode. Yeah. Now. Um, but yeah, if it happens, you know I'll get up and I'll give that bottle because that's my girl. She, um, I mean, daughter, daughter, dad time. And then Max will be ready. He'll be ready for like cartoons in the morning. And then Esme will sleep. <laughs> That's a good way to start a Saturday, though. Yeah, it's tight. What are you guys doing this weekend? I don't know. Just hanging out. Uh, spring solstice Sunday. So we'll have some festivities and see what's going on. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll be a chill weekend. Is it good weather? Yeah, decent weather. I hope so. Although Monday I saw or Tuesday, uh, it's calling for snow again. <laughs> 71 degrees today, and it's calling for snow in three days. I um, see that. 50% on Monday. What the F? Yeah. Man. Yeah, well, at least the weekend's looking good. That's true. Saturday, sunny, 63. Um, I think another reason why I'm so happy is because of the weather. Yeah. The weather yesterday, 80 degrees. Today, 75. Um, we Another thing that made me happy yesterday, Denise and I spent the entire afternoon after school and work at the park. That's awesome. With the kids. Esme got in her first swing sesh. Max wanted to chase everyone around <laughs> and be in the same swing as Esme. And it was just, we sat down at dinner and it was still light out. I mean, it was just, that sounds like a wonderful evening. That's the best. And I just picture you and your family just running around the house. We were at the park the yesterday, yard. too. Afton was in her wellies, splashing in the river, throwing rocks, and Hazel was mean mugging on everyone. So that's what you say. That's what you mean by the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we went to... the creek? Yeah. Ridgeview Park has South River that runs through it, and Afton loves to go down there. And, Where is that? Uh, right off of 250 in Waynesboro. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Afton so loves to get there. No, like a couple miles. Man, we were talking about that too. It was like, because we're in the city, obviously. And we were talking about how we grew up and the importance of getting dirty yep. and being in the creek. And how we were like, did we make a mistake moving to the city? Even though we lived in the country, we were 25 minutes out. Yeah. Um, and we, we came to the conclusion, no. Like, we... We grew up in the country, 25 minutes away from everything. Like, nothing was there. We didn't have access to stuff when we were growing up. And right. so we were like, we have access to stuff now, and our parents still live in the country, and we can go visit. And our, our good friends live out, and we can go visit yeah. and do that, but um, still have access. But you guys don't even let that, that get in the way of anything, man. No, we're out in the middle of nowhere. 
couple neighbors, but I we can hoot and holler. And thank you. Yeah. Love it. That's all Heather's decorating and designing because I can't handle any of that. But yeah, it's it's nice. Well, it comes through in the photos. Um, both you and her, like you have that eye. She's obviously the like a professional photographer. And, yeah. But what was that photo that you posted? The snowy day photo. Oh yeah. It's like damn. You're, I think she took that one. That's cozy. Did yeah. She? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good for you for giving credit. Of course. <laughs> if you uh, if you want to follow her on Instagram, uh, Living with Love and Moon is her handle, and her business page is the Gray Poppy. G R E Y P O P P Y. She took our family's family photos. Unbelievable. She's super talented. Unbelievable. If Shutterfly would ever get its act together <laughs> and be able to upload, this is Denise's complaint that I'm throwing out here. Um, then we'd be able to have some photos in the house. So I told her to go to Adorama Pics because they do really good stuff. Shout out. Shout out. Um, yeah. You can follow Denise too. Um, she is, I think, Denise.Holman. And I don't think it's 17, but it might be 17. I tag her in a lot of my photos and stories, so you can you can find her that way. And we should also probably throw out our handles too because we haven't done that yet. Please. Uh, I am at the Beard and the Babes. Beard and the Babes, all spelled out. Yeah. I am at Stu Diggs, S-T-U-D-I-G-S. Um, That's on Instagram for both of those. Yeah, I'm on Instagram most of the time. I love Twitter though. I love Twitter. Shout out your Twitter. Stu Diggs underscore. S-T-U-D-I-G-S underscore. They have not returned my emails. You should see, like, the Stu Diggs that took Stu Diggs handle has, like, two posts. Maybe. It's just a blank profile. You can't have it. I'm sorry. And Twitter will not reply back. What the hell? I don't know. I'm on Twitter as well, uh, rarely, but uh, handle is at Jelly Kapowski. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> loved love Saved by the Bell as a kid. And, you know, I was like, hey, let's just make a play on that and see if we And it did, so it stuck. You recently got that handle, yeah. though. Oh, I've had, like, 15 different ones. But, yeah, at Jelly Kapowski is the latest. I, I think I'll keep that one for a bit. What was your first AOL handle? Um, I had so many. Uh, this is back in my lowered Honda Fast and Furious days, and I'm mm. pretty sure my handle was... Photos fold that ass. Oh no! Yeah, um, and then when G Unit was big, um, I was J Unit. Oh nice! And that stuck around for a little bit. That's, and that's Heather and I used to sit on there for hours. That's hot. And just <laughs> hey, what's up? Let's take a quiz about each other. Oh oh, did you did you type to each other with both away messages up so no one else could interrupt your your chat session? Uh. Denise and I did that. I think she was actually the only person on AOL that I talked to. Um, Although I used to coach AAU basketball back in the day, and my brother got on my computer and changed my AOL away status to something completely horrible. And, uh, yeah, I got back in town, and Heather was like – Heather asked me about it, and I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, no. Left my computer. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. God. What windows – <clears throat> had to have been like Windows 95, 88, 98. 98, yeah. <laughs> 88. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
That's funny. Back in the days of LimeWire and mm-hmm. yeah, Kazaa. Yeah, oh, we had Kazaa. Napster. Yeah. Um, Denise was a heavy Napster user. I was Kazaa because I could download so many things at once. Shouts out to Kazaa. Let's just talk about burnt CDs for a minute. How cool were those? I don't know how many I had. <laughs> I still I, have some in my car too. The thick books. Yeah. <laughs> the thick books. And then it that wasn't enough. You had to stack the the visor uh-huh. fans full. Yep. Like I had front and back, sometimes doubled up. I mean, you just had to have that slip. Yep. Slip and then you throw it back in. Yep. There was no rhyme or reason of where you were putting it. It was always hard to tell in Heather's car what was actually on a burnt CD because we'd have tables like, yeah, and awesome. And I'm like, what's this? I don't know. We, we put it in and it'd be something completely random off the wall. I'm like, okay, let's let's take awesome out and let's try cool instead. <laughs> yeah, we still laugh about that now. I'd be like, babe, why are the same songs on awesome and cool? Well, because I downloaded like two more songs after I burnt this yep. but I still love the first like mm-hmm. set of nine and you have eight minutes left and you don't want to leave out eight minutes worth of music on there so you gotta, just you gotta throw them in double up oh and then my dad got me on mp3 CDs and you could throw like 200 songs on a CD man game changer but the Ford Taurus did not have that capability so it was mostly just my five disc CD changer in my room that could handle handle an mp3 at the time but yeah Denise was all about all about mixtapes too and you couldn't tell what hers was either it was just like driving mix with a bunch of like emojis at the time like they were just like little pictures like pine trees and like cars and that's crazy how think long how long ago that was. Oh, man. I actually sent Heather her first text message. What? Fifteen years ago, fourteen years ago, yeah. And that's back in the day when say. it was like the ten-digit phone number at. She had some local carriers. So it was like her phone number at sms.c1v.net, and you had to put that in every time you wanted to send a text message to it. <laughs> and I think I just sent it to her and said something like, "Hey, how are you? Or what's going on?" And she said she remembered like pulling her phone out, and she was like. What I have words on my someone like sent me a message and that's before like oh my god T nine yeah T nine text way before T9. look away just hey if you want it you want to better get it down one handed if you want to send those fast messages yeah hitting that number nine twice mm-hmm. three times crazy um, <laughs> I guess even on do not disturb phone calls come through because they are important that comes up Denise probably checking on. Oh, wireless caller from Richmond denied. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I guess we should wrap this up. Yep. 40 minutes. That's pretty good. 40 minute episode, man. That was tight. We did it. That was good. Um, guys, check it out. We're going to tag all these all these channels that you should be following. Uh, follow us. We're going to do a bunch of like IG live stuff to kind of get ready and and maybe gauge um, some topics that maybe people want to listen to or, or worry about. But we're going to have like a like a little structure, but mostly yeah. conversations between me and this man about being dope dads. Um, thanks for tuning in. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Instagram, Twitter. All of it. Follow. No, not Facebook? No. 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 I Facebook, delete. you don't get it. Yeah, I deleted mine, so sorry, guys. You don't get it, Facebook. Like, I'm over Facebook.
I have it personally and I have a business page, but I just can't, I don't like to update it. That's another topic. Um, but thank you again for tuning in. Subscribe, like, share, spread the word. This is Two Dope Dads Podcast, episode one. Done. Done.